0: Welcome back to The Blue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on Twitter, at bkblueguys, on NetsDaily.com, Almighty Baller Network, and can if, we say it? Are we allowed your to mix say is going to be crazy. No, no, it's going to sound great. And can we say it?
1: Are we allowed sure. to say that one thing? Yeah, yeah. You say it. Say it.
0: Uh, dash Radio. Oh, there we go. It's
1: coming out. We started tweeting about it and stuff. But uh, yeah, there's this thing called Dash Radio. So download it and go to the website and stuff, dashradio.com. And, and what's it going to look
0: like? Uh, you're, you're way more involved. You're in the upper rungs of Almighty Baller Network, which is what we're a part of. Look, I'm in the upper rungs of everything I touch. Of... I just go to the top rung. That's, that's sort of
1: behind the scenes and at the top rung.
0: But also the front. Front man, in a way? Sure, I mean, this is a sure, front man business. A figurehead.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, no, but so everyone should check it out though. It's cool. It's like this big internet radio thing I'm trying to take down the, the the giants of terrestrial radio, you know. Um, like WCBS Do you know what I found out <laughs> when I was looking up this? Ronnie Turioff is an early investor, so
0: if Ronnie Turioff's behind it then Yes I'm in it. Yes, yes. That's and basically. Adrian
1: Peterson. So lots lots of good lots of good people involved.
0: Um, we are the glue guys. Welcome back. Uh, we have a good we have a good podcast today. Other all of our podcasts are not good, but this is going to be a good one today. Brian, take that back. <laughs> we just just roll that right back because
1: we we try to put a great A stamp on everything that we do, right? Michael, we try. I mean, you mail it in.
0: But um, <laughs> speaking of mailing it in, nice. Brian, uh, this is our listener email pod. Yeah, we got we went Mailed heavy with the pod. emails. Yeah um that season is over they're not in the playoffs no breaking news did you watch any of the playoff games thus Of course far? yeah and we'll do playoffs we're gonna talk the playoffs and the news around the league mm-hmm. we're gonna talk and get your thoughts right i didn't tell you this but we're gonna talk last jedi trailer that's gonna be a part of it because i have feelings i have i know the problem is i have no feelings that's the problem there you go where are my feelings that gets to it yeah and also we can't i guess we can't call it a trailer it's a teaser it, we're forbidden Listen. from calling it a trailer okay brian <laughs> um But we're here. Uh, So, yeah, we will go through some of the emails. Uh, If you want to also email us in future shows, Netspot at Gmail. But, Brian. Yep. Hey, did you watch the presser thing? I watched 12 minutes of it. Nice. Of 25. Nice. But I've read a lot about it. A little transcription. Uh, The end of the season presser with Atkinson. It was a love fest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For a team as bad as the Nets were, that is about as positive a press conference could be possible. Hard, hard to dislike. A lot of smiles. The
1: guys themselves, and you know what they've done a little bit. They're hard workers. You can't knock a hard worker, no matter what.
0: Not disagreeing. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that New York, harshest media market in the world, right? Mm. Real tough. Real, you know, yeah. broad shoulders. Real, real bad, bad broad, hombres. Broad, broad
1: shoulders. Broad shoulders yeah. and bad hombres. They're just yeah.
0: that's what they talk about in the New York press. Yeah, but this mesomorphs
1: that are. Yeah, no,
0: I get it. <laughs> like Joe Pesci's. Like a lot of Joe Pesci's with broad shoulders, a lot of Joe Pesci's that covered the team. But the press conference could not have been more positive. Mm-hmm. I think that's again that's a credit to the end of the season, that the fact that they actually won games at the end of the season. I will tell you, uh, to be honest, if the Nets were in the playoffs right now, they would have, they would be giving like the Cavs a better series than the Pacers are at this point. Whoa, bold, or or, or the Grizzlies. <laughs> Compared to the Spurs but um, <clears throat> essentially I think there's a couple there's a couple big things that came out of it and I will get to some of this in the mailbag. I think some of the mailbag questions kind of hit on these topics but yeah. overall the m- most important thing Sean Mark said was that this team is not just going to go max out cap space to be a 25 30 win team um, which I take that interpreting as they're not going to sign offer sheets to KCP and Otto Porter. Then just to become a team that's somewhat average. Yeah. He talked about this is 2019, 2020. This is going to be a thing that they are, they are building for the long term, mm-hmm. and they don't expect this team to suddenly just be throwing a ton of cash around just because they they have it and they want to become good. Yeah. It's the number one thing. Sure. Um, what yeah. else did they talk about? Talk about the Euro stashes and stuff. Talk about Eurostashes. stashes. Um, did they? Yeah. I mean, they they Mark's addressed. You know, so I guess he was asked about what he's going to do with his... uh, Oh, you got your thing. Um, Marx was asked, basically, what is he going to do with the first-round picks? And he mentioned, you know, I'm not going to say we're going to get two international guys, we're going to get one international guy, or no international guys. Yes, if we get an international guy, there's a possibility that we would stash him away, Mm -hmm. which would infuriate me, I think. Yeah. I need a little more, not instant gratification, (laughs) slightly (laughs) delayed, but but delivered gratification you're an american damn it you want you want some gratification <laughs> i really if they i know they're going to do this yeah. there's a couple of the names right i don't even know how to say their names there's the guy who plays for like fc barcelona that's uh that's a soccer R- team rodion's uh Kur- kirkus then kirkus. there's like uh there's the german the 7 foot german Kirks. that's isaiah uh hartenstein both are seem to sound good yeah but if they draft both of those dudes and neither of those dudes play on this team next year, yeah. I will be frustrated. That's a little bit too long for you to wait. I need a little bit of delayed gratification. I don't need um, completely, you know, well, two years down the road gratification. I
1: watched some footage of these of these guys. Tell me. What's the, so, scouting, what's the scouting service? I'll put on my scouting music. You might rec- recognize this music. We're, you know this music? No. you don't know th- oh my god like get, you can turn it down a little bit. It's a little high it came in perfectly and then you
0: <laughs> you stay you stay over there with yeah, your yeah. emails um and I'll, I'll control the board but this is get you get know, your shit please your crap I,
1: together people need to recognize get your crap together <laughs> so strengths and weaknesses this is, you never said did you not watch draft express Videos? Oh, I never watched it with the sound. On. <laughs> uh, that's Is the, that what the that's draft what with every, uh, <laughs> with every draft I never exactly actually that. watched it with the sound. On. Yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, well, maybe maybe people won't recognize it, but I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. Anyways, um, not funny. hot takes. My hot takes <laughs> on, on Rodion's <laughs> and uh, Isaiah. Isaiah has a whole uh, little vice documentary thing about him, which I thought was interesting. Beautiful. Uh, which I watched. And he seems like a very sweet boy. Uh, his mother doting. Uh, with a capital D you know maybe capital everything because she's packing a suitcase and is that under
0: strengths or weaknesses
1: that that so statistically speaking um, I was reading this new book called oh sorry Mike I gotta get my hand up
0: (laughs) yeah keep the mic on the mouth right
1: right Michael Uh, I have a broken finger come on welcome to dash radio Brian let me off the hook I got a broken finger oh yeah I'm
0: sorry look come on I feel bad now look at it feel bad Um, sorry
1: so strengths and weaknesses uh doting mother so statistically speaking statistically speaking um i was reading in this book it's called everybody lies about big data in in the internet era and he does this whole (laughs) thing he does this whole thing about um just like general myths of the nba and one of the uh, most prevalent ones is that if you come from a bad neighborhood right you have a like a killer instinct that you wouldn't get from the sort of cushy lifestyle of middle or upper middle class and sure so, and so statistically not true if you're born middle or upper middle class like twice as twice as likely to make the mba uh first of all first and foremost your diet's going to be a whole lot better people from lower socioeconomic classes harder time adding those inches and inches is a huge part of getting to the mba mike statistically speaking every inch doubles your chances uh to get to the mba so you're like five six yeah if you were if you were <laughs> five you. seven. You'd How have, dare you you'd sir. twice <laughs> you'd have twice the chance. Uh and you'd have, you know, like something like if you're my height and what is your height again? I'm like 6'8". Oh, 6'8", sure. Uh no, I'm I'm a five we're both five eleven and seven eighths, I think. Okay. I'll um, take
0: that. That's a win for me. But anyways, yeah,
1: so uh you're much more likely to, to so doting mother could be a good thing. Doting mother could bring that thing. all back I think. together. Um <laughs>
0: That's why he's seven foot one, because uh, he has no, f- a doting motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You, yeah. You're following. I love that though. No, that's not.
0: And I think that's great. I love I mean, big maybe data. She probably did
1: feed him well, you know, throughout his life to get to that height. <laughs> his dad also
0: played professional basketball in Germany, so that helps. That could help too. Um, what did you see out of Hardenstein? Um, gonna, we'll do some draft stuff you know, as the season goes along. But. So,
1: Hartenstein is 17. A lot of his footage is against babies. This is the same thing with Zion Williamson. Whenever I watch
0: footage of him, it's just like... Yeah, I know. Hard to, <laughs> it's hard to take it all seriously because... It, it's just know, some lame kid in front is, of him who's getting dunked yeah, on. His yeah. no shot. <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not exactly... I mean, that's the same thing with y- Giannis Yeah, I remember the footage out of his. He was playing against guys who w- wouldn't even play in D3 in America. Yeah, And... That's why no one took him seriously. Yeah. But there's footage of him playing in Lithuania now.
1: And uh, it looks good. It's hard to make a, a good comparison for him yet because he's like, you know, the most obnoxious and obvious one is, is Dirk Nowitzki. And that kind of is true. All He's lefty, you know, his his offense isn't nearly as polished and doesn't have, like, the same weapons. But he's a seven-footer from Germany who's playing, you know, facing the basket. You're going to... So he's Dirk Nowitzki. He's Dirk. Okay. Um and I, like, based on just, like, his, you know, it's, uh, he looks much more comfortable, I would say, than true boy Rodians, Uh Yeah, you were you not know, high on Rodians. him on g You were. Uh, no, I'm not that high on him. I think he's, he's, like.
0: The Marks that... is obviously high on him because, as we have found out, that Rodion's was brought up to the A-Team. Yeah. Uh, because Marks was there, and then Marks is going to go see him again, or yeah. has seen him again, and wants Kenny Atkinson's to see him, I believe. Look, I'm, you know,
1: I've, of all the people that we target, you know, I don't, I'm not sifting through a whole lot of Euro talent on a daily basis. So, uh, you know, I'm sure it's at the high end of whatever talent pool we're looking at here. It's still a baby, a baby child.
0: Baby child. Uh,
1: <clears throat> but I would say that, like, body wise, you got to give it to this, this German boy. I mean, his, his body is just. German boy's his, body's better. His body's better. His body language is better. Um, <laughs> Body language, just meaning like it, like the way that he dribbles the ball like sure. seems less stiff. Less Have you rigid. seen him
0: at the free throw line? I know that's your sort of, sort I of your territory. I haven't seen him at the free throw line, <laughs> but we'll break that down next week. I don't know. You
1: know what I mean? Like he. So my my like comparison, I think for this guy is just like if like Kevin Durant was slightly smaller and less impressive athletically. You know, like shuts he shoots like lofty mid range jumpers, like sure. really high lot. Like and they go in, but everything's just a little me-
0: mechanically slower. You know. It'll be interesting. I mean, the one thing that Mark's talked about in his in the press conference was the fact they talked about when they were deciding to draft LeVert. This was before they had that first-round pick, and they made the decision because they interviewed LeVert. No one could see him play basketball because he had the, the foot injury. Um, and they decided, They I guess, Mark said he turned to Atkinson. And they both said that is a net. That yeah. is a guy that they want. Now, that is not new that a GM and coach ha- are in an interview Meet a player and they decide like the personality and they say that guy is that type of player that we want on our team. But if that matters, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I think that's going to be a guiding light in mm. this draft process mm. is what type of person mm-hmm. do they fit the culture? Mm-hmm. This beautiful, a lot of air quotes this flying around, beautiful here. culture that they're building. Yeah. This, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, like a soup. I know you're a big soup fan. They're building this. It's a witch's that, brew, Mike. It's ooh, a witch's witch's brew. brew.
1: They're throwing some raven's beak in here. Yeah, know?
0: and, and it, it, it's it's not even bubbling yet. It's it's alchemy, barely magic. simmering. Yeah, barely simmering. Yeah, it's on a Bunsen burner. Right they now. still need to throw the celery in there. I like or well, is in a witch's or is, brew. You're not putting celery. It's not a. No? It's not a. What do you put plop, in a witch's, Mike? A what?
1: A mirepoix. Uh, God, I, I, God, I, God I, I, I hope that's right. No, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. A oh, I, mirepoix? It's like, oh, man. Oh, what? You mean I, like not, carrots I'm, and celery I'm and yeah. onions? Yeah. I'm yeah, I think that's it's mostly
0: mire- right. Is What is it? I, I don't I don't know, but I don't think it's that. No, oh, but you worked at a restaurant you even know. Somebody, somebody who's French tweeted us. But. Um, so, yeah. So, I think that's going to be the guiding light. I think <laughs> we're going to have to look at each prospect in terms of does he fit the culture? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then I wouldn't worry about that dude. Uh,
1: watch some Teodesic footage too. I love it. You know, I don't it's gonna be so super fun one way or another, you know. How many wins it results in? Do you replace Randy Foy, Mike, with
0: Teodesic <laughs> setting you up here? Well, actually what the movie should do is you should replace Lynn classic move into the bench start randy foy and Teodesic. <laughs> classic we plan this beforehand <laughs> this was the this is why we're doing the podcast today. yeah yeah um let's do some mail
1: okay um well why don't i just shoot over to my mail drop and oh if i God. once i play that <laughs> My pause it because my phone went off it just turned off and it's got turned back on i don't know what happened it turned off it's okay what kind of phone do you have this is a uh, moto x fancy very fancy now i've had this thing for three years i just am such a deadbeat with stuff i'm, I'm a broke
0: ass what can i do one thing i will say um about one more thing about the mark Atkinson press conference while I wait for your phone to charge up or turn on yeah that um a big part of – I think this – Marks brought this over from San Antonio, and Marks spoke about it at the press conference, is that Atkinson needs to be involved. The coaching staff needs to understand which players they're getting, and they have to basically, – basically, it seems like Atkinson and the coaching staff has to give their thumbs up before a guy gets drafted. Marks is not – and Trajan Legden are not just going to be the two sole decision makers that the coaching staff is going to matter. Mm-hmm. And I think that it will be helpful because – um, to make this team better immediately I don't know if long term it'll make it matter because I think if Marks had his way he would draft two euros if he thought the two euros were getting drafted ten slots down below because they're too young um, I think he would he would do that Atkinson I feel like will understand that this team needs a couple of new dudes who can actually play basketball and I think that will be more beneficial to the Nets fandom that you're going to get players at least one of these guys is going to play next year where I don't know if again if Marx was just picking, I don't know if that's the case. Brian, well, is your well, phone turning on? Thank
1: God you finished that anecdote just in time for <laughs>
0: <laughs> for my phone to turn on. Okay. uh by the way, thanks again. Netspot at Gmail is where you can email. <laughs> Keep them coming. We're going to be doing it all off season. You know this pod is a specific though. This email pod. We should appreciate it all. First
1: up, this is true Boy <laughs> Lou Estabes.
0: Big Lou, my my wife Samantha loves that. She's smart every <laughs> so, time. Does that drive people crazy. There, there's times when I when I'll do i I'll sing like that. Yeah, and you're doing the Brian. That's what she says. Um, hey Sam, that's nice. And Lou, Lou is
1: a cla- like. I want to go through my. I feel like I owe you an email now. At this point, Lou. Um, mm-hmm. but he's been around forever. Um, thank you a million for he has a very nice. And he even did the getting to know you part. You want to know a little bit about Lou Estevan? Sure. He went to uh, school at Archbishop Molloy in Queens, when wow. Kenny Anderson was a star. Followed him all the way That's Nets, where he became a huge fan of the Coleman and years. Uh, he wears a Nets, a, a Brooklyn Nets Petrovic jersey, which confuses most people. Sure. And he lives out in Eastern uh, Washington, where he's a research scientist. <gasps> yeah, working on the next generation energy well, nuclear uh, generation bombs. Energy. Yeah. So. Um, That's great. He does a Chewbacca imitation that I'll I'll play eventually somewhere down the line. Okay. Um, But uh, back to the question. This stuff. Oh, okay. So in uh, he's talking about Porzingis that he's he's seeing the that the seeds of dissent are being sown on on a regular basis. I like where this is going he thinks we could make a bid for his, <laughs> that- his res- for his uh, restricted free agents agency period in, in 2019 um that would be hilarious to just like <laughs> throw a massive
0: contract at him but you know what's the dude's gonna get yeah. he's gonna get a max contract anyways um yeah if you match, yes.
1: match a max contract with a restricted free agency contractor you is that do you have to take the team that offered you the highest what do you? What do you mean? Like if, like, so they match at a
0: max contract, then that's it. There's nothing. Yeah. Then, then the Knicks get them. Yeah. The Knicks. That's a dumb.
1: Why did I ask that question? That's obvious. So I know the answer to that yeah. question. Yeah.
0: And which we'll see. I mean, this that's God. that is a good question though because again, Otto Porter and KCP, the two best restricted free agents. And I'll tease this news around the league. I'll talk about the potentially sneaky great free agent class coming up that most people aren't talking about, but I'm talking about. Um, KCP and Otto Porter are getting max contracts. The Nets could offer both of them max contracts. The Pistons have already said, or have put it out there, that they're going to match anything. The Wizards, as a Wizards fan, which is what I am, I would think that they would, they're would. they getting to the point where they're going to match anything with Otto Porter. So it'll be interesting.
1: Nobody's talking about it, but Mike is. Um, another quick question, something that Sean Marks actually did touch on. Uh, what do you think we'll do with our two low first-round selections? Package them up. Um I, <clears throat> Sean Marks addressed that specifically, and he was like, "I
0: like the idea of working with two picks." Yeah. If anything, they would love to find a third pick. Mm-hmm. If anything, they would love to find an early second-round pick that they get their hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and there's no such thing as patch- packaging picks to get. It, unless if the Nets had like the seventh and eleventh pick, and they went move to third that packaging works packaging 25 and 29 or whatever it's going to be 22 and 25 to move up to 14. I don't think the team at 14 would want those two picks. Yeah. doesn't really happen all that much.
1: Well, on that note, next up, cheer boy, Rasmus Mikkelson. Very interesting names. This is also pretty weird, but we'll get to it in a second. Um, Hey, is Contibious uh, KCP the kind of guy uh, that should sign this summer, you need a max contract to overpay, um, could he become a 20-point-per-game uh, score? Uh, thanks, guys. Duncan, so <laughs> the name on his Rasmus Mickelson, and then he signs off Duncan um, McAuchner. None of these can be real names. I, I just don't Both are <late>. great. Both <laughs> are great, though. <laughs> Both are fantastic and great. Um but uh, yeah, so I think the KCP thing—they've already said Detroit's already put out there that they're going to match everything, um, and I, you know, maybe throw, maybe make them uh, put up or shut up. But uh, it seems like they're
0: pretty serious about it. Can I be honest too? Oh yeah, um, I have pushed for a KCP signing. I don't love it. Can I? Yeah, I don't love it. I haven't watched a Detroit game where I was like, "Wow, KCP is killing it." You know, yeah. I, think I mean, they
1: love him. the The fans. I go up on their espionation uh, thing once know. in a while. They're crazy. Well, they
0: think he's the tr- like he. They yeah. think he's like the next coming of, I don't know, Joe Duma. I don't know whoever <laughs> yeah. whoever, whoever it would be for there. I'm trying to think of like a <laughs> yeah. good Detroit. A to- Bill Lambier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he. I think he. And so that's what's weird about Auto 42. They're both players that would fit really well with what the Nets want. But if you're dedicating, as Mark said, if you're dedicating a ton of money to a team that then wins 35 games, what are you accomplishing? I think, though, the Nets, if I'm going to choose out of the two, I would choose KCP over Otto Porter. Contavious Caldwell-Pope can do more with the ball. He's a better scorer, where Otto Porter is like the best version of 3 and D you could kind of have. Yeah. But I don't think I'll ever be like... KCP has a chance to become a 20-point scorer on a bad team. Where Otto Porter, that will never happen.
1: Yeah. His but,
0: best years are going to be those 15-point-per-game years. Yeah. And yeah. and he's... I mean, he's, I, I don't know if he's still leading the league or was leading the league in three-point percentage, but that that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I don't... He's playing with the, the point guard who is at... Who's the best in the NBA at getting you three-point open shots. And... He then would come to Brooklyn and play with Lynn, who's good, but that's Lynn's, not Randy Foy.
1: Yeah, um, for me personally, can I just say I don't really want either of them. I mean, that's let's let's get that homegrown talent. Let's do. I I have a sure. little bit more patience than Mike. I'm I'm into the Euro stashing. I'll watch I'll watch some Lithuania
0: league games. I don't give a, I don't give a frogs fat butt, Mike. But I'll need if I'm going to do the Euro stashing. I need the those mysterious YouTube clips. They come through the internet, come through my Twitter timeline. They're like, coming. They're did you coming. see what, awesome you. what Isaiah Hardenstein did? Yeah. Did you see what he did? Yeah, yeah. And we can get all excited about that. But yeah. but so, and also I feel this way because Lavert and Whitehead provided, let's say, 35% of the enjoyment this year at mm-hmm. the minimum. If we have an enjoyment pie, mm. they were 35% of that pie at yeah. least, right? Uh, I'm going to bump that up. yeah. 50% amount.
1: of that key lime enjoyment pie? I mean, how, I'm like, how much How much percentage are you going to give a bricklip as three? Not, not that much. I mean, what I else got is enjoyment. there? <laughs> <laughs> it's trade value. That's, that's, like a, five that's a different percent. piece of pie. Oh, Jesus.
0: Trade right. value pie is a different that, piece of pie. That'll come up later. In the- um, <clears throat> but if if there's no new blood, no fresh blood on this team that I can get excited about, it's not exciting. Look at you, you lecherous old
1: man with your I know. fresh blood. Um, next up cheer boy Raffa. christian mickelson so mickelson again uh this these guys emailed one right after another so i was like this is something's up they don't acknowledge it at all one's name is rasmus the other's name is christian does that have any kind of like is there is it like a well oh, can they both email us <laughs> and let us know what's going on and, and it's spelled mickelson M I K K E L. Which I've never seen. Oh, yeah,
0: I did see those in the email box.
1: So, they don't, but they make no mention of one another.
0: Seems Finnish. I like it's it. It's got to
1: be the same person. It's got to be something. No, no, no. Anyways, different people. Um, let's we- talk about what's actually exciting in wrestling these days, and that's the draft. Or two first-round picks. Everyone's fired up about it, and so I'd like to see the, Net, the Nets draft and Eurostash. One of these picks haven't come over in 2018. There's some good discount Europeans. Um, so, we, we went into all this. I just wanted to give you a shout-out, but he signs off Mother Coconuts. I got to feel like he's the same guy as Erasmus. He says, in Marks, we trust. I have a th- I have an issue with the in G- insert GM's name here, we trust. Not to not to call you out. Love you, Christian Mickelson and Erasmus Mickelson. Uh, and thanks for hitting us up at netspod at gmail.com. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love how you said whatever. Wow, <laughs> um, but in, in Marks, we trust. What does that mean? I mean, it, we used to say it when it was Rod Thorne, and it made sense because you'd say, in Rod, we trust. Because it's in God we trust. Right. And God and Rod rhymes. But Marx doesn't. And neither does any of the... Like, I see it all over the place.
0: And I don't think Marx deserves it yet. Can we just be... Yeah. In Marx, I have confidence. Could be a saying. Um, I am, I see. Um, In Marx, I have confidence. Um, (laughs) 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 In Marx, I have faith. Yeah. Mike,
1: do you watch MST3K? Do you watch Mystery Science Theater 3000? I don't. You I know see, I'm supposed you're to. You're
0: pretty nerdy, and I'm I, I. know I'm supposed to, and that's like a thing that people have to care about. If you care about that, those type of things,
1: I I'm surprised you've heard of it. If you have, if you don't watch it, because it just seems like it's right up your alley. I mean, you're pretty geeky. <laughs> Look at oh my god! I want to give you a wedgie right now, just looking at you. <laughs> um, well, you should. And they got new ones on Netflix, and they're great.
0: All right, I, I watch them. it. I watch it. They did Stranger Things, right? They they made fun of Stranger Things? Uh, did
1: they? I don't even see that. Uh, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> next up. Cheer Boy. Josh Bass. That's Josh Bass. Can't give it a long line. At, like, Josh Bass doesn't... It? It's get a, no, you did it perfectly. It's Josh Bass. Um, hey, guys. Love the pod. Love oh, you, wow, Josh, Josh Bass. Josh. Give us a rating. Thank you. Uh, on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you give a mouse a cookie, you know? He's going to want some milk. Like... <laughs> Is that a saying? That's a that's a Is children's that, book. That's the, the give a mouse of, a cookie. If you give a mouse a cookie, he's gonna want some milk. Well, yeah, that's what I think that's, of.
0: that's actually a fair yeah, saying. That's what I think of you, and you're a bad host for not giving the mouse milk and cookies. That's what I say to that. Whoa whoa okay watch out someone's ego just just ballooned um thank you
1: there's been a swell of positive news surrounding brooke recently despite mike's attempts to pitch as many fake trades involving him as possible
0: they're all real trades what
1: percentage chance do you give brooke to be on the roster at the start of next season and what kind of offer would it take for marks to part with him michael let you handle this because you're a expert now in, in brooke
0: not being traded um so it's very easy Uh, two first round picks. One of those first round picks, if they happen this year within the top 10, very simple trade. Would do that. I think Marks would do that pretty much immediately. Um, I don't, so I've, I've scoured the landscape. I have looked for young players on good teams that they could trade the young player plus pick for to, to flip into something better. It's tough to find. Um, especially Portland complicated things. Them getting Nurkic, and Nurkic being so good. Portland has, I think, three first-round picks this year, and before Nurkic, a hole that they had was at center. And you could envision a thing where you said, okay, Portland, just give us your three first-round picks. Mm-hmm. The Nets could then have five this draft, and we'll give you Brook Lopez, the three-point shooting monster that he is. The best three-point shooting seven-footer since Dirk Nowitzki Dirk's still there but um I think it's pretty I mean I, honestly I don't know who's going to be in the top 8 they, did you see that they did the coin flip for lottery odds today mm-hmm. that the Knicks lost again the yeah. Knicks lost to the Timberwolves but if someone in the top 8 randomly felt like they had to make a push uh and they offered Brooklyn the top, a top 8 pick would you take top 8 for brook just just that Would you take top... I'm not saying I would. I'm just saying would you. If there's a top eight pick in this draft that is supposed to be so good... Just just one first round pick in top eight? I don't think so. Okay. I like it. I like that negotiating position you just put yourself in. Yeah. I like to strong arm it. Because now I'm coming back for more. Yeah. Top eight lottery protected pick next year. Lottery protected next year. Because I'm assuming if I'm trading for Brook Lopez, then I'm a playoff team. Because I would only make that move. So I'm giving you a top eight pick... This draft, supposed to be a strong draft, and then lottery protect next year, which could be crappy or it could be, you know, something else. Wow, you're putting me in a tough spot here, Mike. That feels right. I think that feels correct. Can you give me a young player at the very least? I mean, what's going on here? I think top eight in this, I mean, we never know. But top eight in this draft is really interesting because... Can't you
1: you even give me a defiled old player? Can I get a Lance (laughs) (laughs) Stevenson?
0: We're going to talk about Lance and news around the league. I mean, it is... It's, it's so weird to see him back on the Pacers and, like, doing Lance stuff. Like, there's no maturation process that he's gone through. No, like, I, was, I got a good contract, then I got cut, and I was nowhere. And now I'm back home, and it's like, maybe I'm wiser. Mm. My sequel with, this, with yeah. the Pacers is better. It's all just like, yeah. eh, I'm just going to be the same yeah. Jack Tulkus. That I was nice yeah I don't know what can we do on Dash radio I don't Tuck know just stick, stick with this. that, Is that like yeah um, Brooke Lopez trade top eight pick I really do think if the Nets could get their hands on a top eight pick this year they may not really ask for much else just that it may be that simple because that's going to put you in the in the realm of De'Aaron Fox Malik Monk that Nikolita the the French point
1: guard Wait, so you're taking the top eight this year straight up is that what I just heard?
0: Not what I'm taking. I'm thinking of the Nets. I would feel like the Nets would consider um Jesus. I, I they would consider that. No. A top eight? This, top eight this year means something. Lori. I ca- I consider Mickinan? I consider a lot Lori of things. Lori huh? you know,
1: I consider a lot of things. Doesn't mean I do them, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. I considered taking you... a nap on the toilet earlier. What okay. okay. what else do you consider Didn't do. That you haven't done? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of things. I like Plenty. to do them all. <laughs> Descriptive list. <laughs>
1: I'll give you I'll start, and also, a, I'll start a Google Doc. Time them. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. time of the day were you considering those things? I <laughs> think that'll, there's going to be some big data there for you. Um, next up, one of our
0: favorites, Cheerboy, Boy! <laughs> Lou Torres. Lou! My wife laughing from the bedroom!
1: Lou, Cheerboy, Boy. Um, said, I read an article that said Brooke and Jeremy, well, first of all, thanks for hitting us up again, Lou. Thanks to everyone uh, for hitting us up. Netspot at gmail.com. Except for Josh Bass. Josh. Even Josh Bass. Um, I read an article that said Brooke uh, and Jeremy will be recruiting free agents this offseason. Should that process be a reality TV show on the Yes Network? <laughs> should <laughs> Flowers be involved in the elimination rounds? Or should it be comics or DVDs of Jeremy Lin? <laughs> uh, remake of Time of Space Jam. Uh, thoughts and concerns. So I thought about this a little bit. My version of it. <laughs> I'm sure you I too. think it's genius, first of all, and it needs to happen. But I would do like an inverted um, Shark Tank, where they go into different like <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like they're pitching different guys, yeah. and they're just like, "Here's what's wrong with your pitch to me," and they were <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, would I invent? you You know, go with their agents and management and stuff. That'd be great. Um, or just a road trip, just a road trip with Jeremy and Brooke.
0: I like both Jeremy and Brooke. Okay,
1: could I you preface see this? Couldn't you see them on a t- on a motorcycle with a little sidecar? Brooks in the sidecar. Brooks in the sidecar. Yeah,
0: absolutely big old helmet with the looking with the, terrible like,
1: World War II goggles.
0: Um I could see both of them also in sort of like like a, a late a late 80s early 90s sort of like Honda some like red Honda small sedan driving across the country, real beat up. The only thing you can play mm-hmm. is is cassettes. Um I okay, side, side question of this. Yeah. If you if you're trying to get players to come to Brooklyn are Jeremy Lin and Brooke Lopez the guys that would be the most convincing players to do that? So <clears throat> I
1: think implicit in lose tour and lose email to us is that there's a little bit of humor involved because it's kind of it's oh not, there's humor it, in that it's not a really attractive uh, I miss crew to pitch you on stuff it's a, it's a it's a it's a hodgepodge crew you know it's not it's not the Steph Curry uh, Clay play uh yeah, and pitching to Kevin Durant and Jerry yeah. West calls in. Yeah. It's,
0: it's it's Sean Marks calling you who is a nobody right. in the NBA.
1: So to answer your question, I think I think there's yeah that, that's <laughs> not exactly the, the high profile team maybe some of the 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 you know the major players you're looking for. But sure. you know if you wanna if you want to pitch a uh,
0: low to middle tier guys. I, I mean it will be interesting to see what what impact this that final Four weeks of the season, how good the Nets were. will have on recruitment and the overall idea of free agents. Because like, it's one thing for restricted free agents. Restricted free agents like they're gonna take the money because they're in a restricted market. Unrestricted mm-hmm. free agents don't have to take the Nets' money. Yeah, and the Nets don't aren't gonna be big spenders. I think we kind of know that the Nets aren't gonna overpay.
1: Yeah, you know, I could roll it back a little bit for the right kind of free agent for the right kind of person. There's a, a sweet personality. There's a couple of sweet boys coming in the room. Make way for the... Isaiah Hardenstein. you just a baby boy. Just you don't, the baby. don't know any better. And if they're sweet boys, you know, there's like a sweet boy contingency in the NBA somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are the sweet boys that we can go after this sooner?
0: Well, Steph Curry's a sweet boy. No. Yeah, I guess he is. All right. Well, I'll, and again, I'll do this in the newsroom league. I'm bitching it a lot. we got to make the all sweet boy. There's list. a couple of sweet boys. Yeah. yeah. A couple of sweethearts. Yeah. That are... Going to be free agents or potential free agents You're or a available. baby
1: boy. You don't know any better.
0: <laughs> Where's that from, by the way? It's from this very
1: funny YouTube video. Um, I don't know. It's like this guy's in this, like... What's YouTube? It's in, he's in this virtual reality thing. He's playing charades. It's a very strange room, and he gets, like, sort of harassed by this guy who's talking to him in this way.
0: Is it a well-known YouTube video, or is this something that you found when you were in your basement in Greenpoint? Jesus. Come on.
1: Uh... What? What I always going to be in the basement? It's It's got like a million hits. You were,
0: you were always... There's a
1: million views, you know? A million it's, views is nothing. We get a million a listens per an episode. Uh, yes, that's true. That is not true. Um, next up... Cheer Boy. <laughs> Sid <laughs> K! Sid K.
0: Tricky one. Tricky one that... <laughs> What are you looking at like? Am I boring you with this? No, I'm texting Sam to order dinner. Oh. This is going to be a long one. We <coughs> This is
1: Sid This is Sid from <laughs> Bay Ridge. Sid Sid by the way gave us this. The
0: Nets are Back, back.
1: which is a, an instant classic. Um and so his question is uh wondering what modern performer you'd write you'd want to rewrite one of their hits into a Nets theme song I'll, uh...
0: Okay. This is this a special thing. to of mine.
1: Um and what what should that be called? Thanks. Looking forward to the new episode. Thank you, thank you, Sid. Sid K is a cool name, Mike. What? So the question is, what modern performer, modern song? Mike Mike was talking to me earlier that he's saying he was listening to a lot of these three bands. This is true.
0: Lit, Fallout Boy. <laughs> And what was the other one? Well, there's Motion City Soundtrack. Motion City. Say anything. Soundtrack. Let me defend Say myself anything. for you. Say anything for
1: me, sir. I mean, all of those bands have a funny. That's a fun. But listening to them
0: all at the same time, like okay, The Used is also in there. The Used is very good. What? Oh um, my lord! What Blink One Eight Two. Not something. <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> How could you okay. possibly listen to this, all this okay. at the same time? I will defend this. I, I'm looking forward okay. to that. I have Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime comes with Amazon Music. Amazon Music is the worst streaming <laughs> music service out there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not, it's not Dash Radio. Hashtag mm-hmm. Dash Radio. Um, it is... It's like... I don't even know how to describe it. You know what you see like on, on, on TV or online? There's, like, there's Netflix, right? We have Netflix. Great streaming service. And then there's other ones that are trying to be like HBO Go that are pretty good. Then there's like the fourth tier, like CISO. CISO is... Just comedy, yeah, and it's like not that good. Tons of ads in the subway. So, Amazon Music has like a weird catalog of songs. The people who make their playlists make bad playlists. Mm-hmm. They're top songs for certain things like party music. Party music would then be like Major Lazer and just terrible Megan Trainer. But Major Laser is good. Why, why have you that partied that's with uh, to a Megan Trainer song in your life? Does no. it happen to you?
1: No, 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 I have not. I also don't party to song you like it's, party to songs. You, know, you just party <laughs> you know, you party I mean, to man, songs. I party. You hear song, you be like, I would love to party to yeah. that song. Yeah. I I do. <laughs>
0: yeah, when you're listening to Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so this <laughs> playlist of
0: partying now. I'm searching around, I'm on the treadmill trying to get some inspiration, some musical inspiration. I'm on mile two, the toughest mile of my two mile uh trek and I find 90s golden era punk music. Mm hmm. Motion City soundtrack. How could it possibly be called that? That seems insane because to me. I don't think any of this music was in the 90s. I'm all, yeah. Most of it was like late 90s, but... late 90s, early 2000s. Sure. But, um, I mean, when you listen to some of that music, Jimmy Eat World, oh, stop. Beautiful, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> What's their song? They have a uh, sweet. Are you listening?
1: No, no, that's Whoa. not the one. No, 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 that's not the one. Jimmy World. Yeah, that's...
0: What's their big famous song? That's their big famous song. No, no, no. There's The Used in I, there. That's not Jimmy World. That's the other band I really like up there. And The Used God, is how I start off So annoying!
1: Mind. I can't think of that song. Did I ever tell you...
0: <laughs> this is bad. Um, I went to... Um, because of a girl in high school... I went to a Fallout Boy Hawthorne Heights All American Rejects and some other terrible band mm-hmm. concert. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Just I Just not the talk to the flavor girl. of the
1: week. Is that the American da, 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 yeah. na, da, da. Oh, is that Jimmy World? No, that's uh who
0: is that? American Rejects. Oh, oh that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> move Along. You're not telling me you were not emotionally moved by Move Along. I don't know what that is. What did you listen to growing up? You didn't listen to that? That was no, that was my simple I, plan as a young oh as God. a young simple plan I
1: even then, even as a tween I knew that that stuff was lame I would I'm sorry I Mike don't don't try to make oh me feel God. bad too cool for school Brian yeah. again Mike too cool for school you, you were a dork I'm sorry that's not that's not doesn't make me right, too cool For everyone cool. for everyone who doesn't know
0: Brian played volleyball in high school okay <laughs> so
1: Yeah
0: co- Yeah what <laughs> what yeah. competitive we went to yeah. the states yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was a center dude. I I was I had bunnies then. Oh my god. Wait. Okay, wait. Oh yeah, so yeah. No. Okay. Maybe your volleyball team was full of dweebs or something, but mine was like it was just a like basketball kids Male played.
0: Volleyball didn't really exist in, in it was all the ba- it was all the
1: basketball kids
0: and and do you ever see volleyball time? in the wire? I'm from Maryland, all right? We don't what? We don't play <laughs> volleyball in Maryland. Play. We only really play like back alley brawlers. Mike, you can't catch a ball. No, it was, it, no wonder. You can't. No, I choose not to catch balls. <laughs> what did you play in the springtime? What sport was there for you? you lacrosse. Like, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, bro. Oh
1: my lord. See, so that explains everything. That explains everything. Yeah, it does. It I'm, does. I'm a cool guy. Oh, I'm a cool that's dude. That's what that's what lacrosse <laughs> people think we think of them. That's the most insane thing. The Bradley Newburgers of the world.
0: Oh, stop it can you so is that someone from your high school is that that's, just, a, that's, just that's a, a good, lacrosse name. that's a good lacrosse name <laughs> um you know how like when you go to a baseball game you bring a baseball glove when you're young so my dad would take me to the cross final fours oh no and i would bring a whole stick a whole stick jesus and yeah i look back on that as like what was i gonna do with that you were a piece of work um okay
1: so we have to answer this thing can we get can we work something that's related into a lit song
0: or a Fallout Boy song. I mean, what's my own worst enemy? That could have been Billy King's like anthem. Um
1: We're gonna do this. I'm gonna find someone to What do we what's the what's the, again the parameters? It is current song. Okay, so think about this. The Nets are bet. Right. And do that for a different song. That exists
0: currently, that's on the radio. No.
1: No. No. I mean he said modern, but you know, it could be. I considered Blink 182 modern. It's not like Mozart. You yeah. know, don't we'll don't think, think about, about it. it too much. I we'll see smoke coming we'll, out of yours we'll, already. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll do it next spot. Yeah, um, but great question. Anyways, next up, Cheer Boy. <laughs> Jose. Jose just just rocking with the one. I think this is uh, Cheer Boy Gnyr from from Nets Daily, but he didn't sign off that way this time. He's keeping it keeping it close to the chest. Uh, Thank hope, you,
0: Gnyr. If you're out there,
1: hope all is well. Uh, of the guys with team options, who do you think are locks to be on this team next season?
0: Tough. Well, let me pull up the team option list. Um, so who's on the team option list, Brian? Who We can come back
1: to this one while yeah, you pull that up. Do. Next up, Cheer Boy. This is Nick J. That's Nick J. Um, Nick, thanks for reaching out. And thanks for listening to everyone that's been emailing us thus far. The email sphere is popping off. It's just, like, lighting up like a bat phone right now. As Gandhi once said, be the change that you want, that you wish to see in the world. <clears throat> Who do we need to harass to have Sly the Silver Fox return as a Nets mascot after the failed Brooklyn Knight experiment years ago? Nets need the return of Sly, but a normal mascot version, not an updated one that has a backwards cap and Sunglasses like Poochie from The Simpsons. Um, how about this? Sure. And let me ask you if this is too much. Please do. Can we get Sly to like? Well, we'll here is what they do: get the Brooklynite to descend from the ceiling, or whatever. Again, pop off the mask. It's Sly. It's Sly in a superhero costume. Love it. Is that too Poochie for you?
0: No, it's not too Poochie. Um,
1: yeah, a lot of a lot of layers to that.
0: Um, okay. I do want to do this. I think we need to do this in a more proper fashion. But if we're going to... Oh, sorry. If we're going to um, create a new mascot, and it is going to be Brooklyn-based, I'm thinking Gowanus Alligator. It's got two heads. Nice. Um, I'm thinking... I mean, I'm sorry to say it, like a cool splinter-style rat. Yeah. You know, that's very Brooklyn. You're working a lot of Ninja Turtles... Just all Ninja... Yeah. Why not the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Why not the Ninja Turtles? A little cross-branding there, Mike. I mean, the Ninja Turtles movie wasn't as successful as it should have been in the States. Are why they supposed
1: they, to be in New York? York? Is that is that part of it?
0: Oh, yeah. they New York Pizza. They were in the New York subways. Remember they inhabited uh, a, a New York subway car? Sure. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess that makes sense. My, my fascination with New York Pizza began with the Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think we, we need to dig deeper into that. That's another thing we'll dig deeper in. That will be a dedicated pod. <laughs> we will get a mascot. No, We're listen. putting off a lot of these emails yeah. now, Michael. Yeah. The backlog is growing. We will dedicate a pod to creating the next mascot. We will get a mascot expert on,
1: and we'll do that. A mascot expert. So a furry. We're going to get a furry. We? <laughs> we should probably get a furry on here one way or another. Yeah, it's probably a smart move. Um, it's big for us. Next up, he talks about um, <clears throat> how to get those uh, acid-washed 90s blue throwbacks on. I think that's a genius idea, too. I would even venture to say you could do a black-and-white version of that, like a, a grayscale acid-washed.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, the but the, the blue acid-wash is one of the best. So good. Yeah. I mean, you never know it until it's gone, you know? I know, isn't it?
1: They got crushed for that back in the day. It's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I
1: yeah also just the font on that nets logo is probably the best the like dagger and yeah can they do that these days though <laughs> yeah it's pretty violent pretty violent stuff um also he offers a little information about himself um favorite net is brian veal scalabrini um enjoys sunsets over sunrises and his birthday eskimo brothers with sean bradley sean bradley Good to know. Should we
0: do, do any more, or should we do New Zealand League?
1: We have more. Are we running low on time?
0: Yeah. We have ten minutes left. Okay, we'll
1: fly through the other one. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Here we go. Gonna give everyone a little love here. This is Cheer Boy, Nick me Nicky, thank you for writing in. Love the pod. Love you back, bro. I'm a social studies teacher out in Long Island, and you've got me through several long grading sessions. We're, doing, we're doing some good in the world here, Mike. Um... Anyway, my question is: How excited do you think we can reasonably be? Uh, high, f- <clears throat> sorry, get about bringing in high-profile European international players like Teodosic. So, I think that's the way you have to be excited at this point. You know, that's that's the kind. It's it kind of sucks to say it's not a, it's not a glamorous signing in the realm of that we've been used to in professional basketball. But I think there's a beauty contest going on right now for this guy. And uh, and we're in it to win it, and I think we should be
0: reasonably excited about
1: about landing him if we do.
0: Yeah, I I, I think that's pretty smart. I agree. My, you thought that what I just said yeah, was smart? Yeah, I was thinking of the whole time. I was like, wow, that's pretty smart. Wow. No, um, I I I wonder. <laughs> I hope we're not hyping him up. I saw someone say I forget it was on one of the Nets daily articles or something that like. Teodesic is the best passer in the world. Yeah. Um I worry that he like Pablo Prigioni probably was thought of as the best passer in the world but like when you actually put him on the basketball court like he doesn't like to do anything but pass. I hope Tio Desic is not that. Yeah. And I do wonder what it would what it would mean for the team if they added him to the Jeremy Lin mix. So then are you playing them together? Are they able to play together? I'm sure they can. I'm just We played two guards. Like most of the I think they can.
1: Well, Jeremy Linden didn't really play, play this oh, year. Jesus. So, and then he doubles doubles down and he says, uh, "Okay, so just I'll I'll, I'll paraphrase Dude, sure. this converse, this question: Do you think Brook mm-hmm. Lopez remains a net for his whole career, Mike? Just yes or no. Just yes. yes or no. Yes. Me too. Me too. That's strange. You know, I never I've never been so um, bold as to
0: suggest like a yes or no answer like that. But I, I think so too. It's dumb with the the league around us not to want him, but he will be a net. Next up. Sure, boy,
1: Sean Pinto. God, tiny little off button. Um, of the following three players, if you can only take one on the roster next year, who you got? Goodwin, McDaniels, AC. Go, go, go. Goodwin.
0: Really? I want a scorer. Great headband. Yeah. Baby face. I'm, I'm taking McDaniels, TBH. Probably. That's a smart answer
1: oh okay um, he also says P.S. Nicholson is the worst player making six million dollars is anyone else even close he's just brutal to watch um, made my beat team entertainment wise <laughs> I don't know how that even <laughs> was possible because he didn't play that's that's more exciting to me than having watched a player who I don't Justin like to watch Hamilton. play yeah, just, yeah I know uh, he's a mystery soul to me a little bit I mean yeah like I guess like the
0: garbage time it's not been good maybe they didn't want to maybe they, <laughs> they were benching but they didn't want him to get hurt they knew what they had, and they wanted him to save him for next season when they make their playoff push. Next up, Cheer Boy. Next up, Cheer Boy. Joseph Chilak.
1: This is Joseph right writing in, Hey guys, saw the tweet about the special listener email pod tonight. Got pretty pumped until I realized I didn't have any questions and didn't want to be the guy that asks us just for the sake of asking. So I guess happy Tuesday, my dudes. Mike, great email. Happy Tuesday, right back at you to uh, to Joseph. Joseph, and, that was a great email. And to you, Mike. I know we, we kid like we don't like each other on the air, um, but <laughs> I really. Do? No, right. no. we don't. <laughs> no. Right. We don't. say that. Um, you know also, do you, do you want to get back to the team option question, or should we just move to the, we'll, we'll get that next time. This is going to be a whole longer. Yeah. We haven't been like, GNYR, I'm sorry, brother. We're going to get back to that. And also, um, eh, well, okay, we get, we're running out of time. We'll get to other stuff next time. Um, By the way, thank you again, everybody. Love you. Do you want to hit the news?
0: News. It's the news. <laughs> All right, go. Go. Do it live. Do it live. Every time. A- um, news around the league. Real quick. I just want to do a quick playoff thing. I just like a couple of big storylines that I've been seeing and brewing. We're recording this on a Tuesday night. So there's three games tonight. Bucks, Toronto. Chicago, Boston, Clippers, Jazz. A lot can change. Those three series are all the most interesting series in the NBA right now. That Bucks game was very interesting. It's why, as a Wizards fan, I was excited at the fact that the Bucks were not who the Wizards are playing, the fact that they're playing the Hawks. Like, you just can't count Jason Kidd out of a playoff series. You don't do it. Uh, he got so lucky to have Cupo yeah. um, do the beast. All right, two major storylines that I have seen that have developed over these playoffs, no one has really played any game. I smell some hot takes coming up. Ooh. Ooh. Those are stale. The first one I'm about to drop <laughs> is, is stale. It's <laughs> stale. Very it's a stale. moldy. It's that's not- a
1: moldy stick. Lukewarm. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, East is wide open. I think that's obvious. That's the take? That I'm just saying those are the two it's major storylines. That's not story even lines. right. It is absolutely right. The Cavs, the Cavs, the Pacers are terrible, okay? And the, the Pacers are giving the Cavaliers a series. They nearly beat them in game one. Game two, the Cavaliers let the Pacers come back. The Cavs are nothing. Boston lost game one. So you are out of your mind. Boston is losing right now in game two. Yeah. When I last
1: checked. Dude, the East being more wide open only benefits the Cavs more. It only it just benefits my disperses. Wizards. Oh Jesus. My
0: Wizards, 29-21, right now as we speak, bulls over the Celtics. Um, I, but I think it's obvious. So like so we okay, let me defend myself. They could have, we, the the brain around the NBA, the thinking thought bubble that is the continuous Twitter NBA. Wow, okay. Could have believed. That oh the Cavs are going to turn it on for the playoffs, they have yet to turn it on. Mm-hmm. We've seen two games, not no switch has been flipped. Mm-hmm. They're the same team. They're just playing a bad team, mm-hmm. a team so bad that Paul George is calling out his team twice already in two games. Boston, no one ever believed in, and they already lost game one. Mike, Toronto people did believe in, lost game one.
1: Mike, I'm not the kind of guy that says guy. That's, that says what I'm You're about not to a say. Guy. Here's what I'm about to say. Say something. You just don't want anything to do with LeBron James in a playoff series. I'm just, you're just, you're this, wow. Okay, you just, thanks, Stephen A. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. I hate, I thanks, hate this Steve. kind of stuff. Thanks. I feel like
0: Skip Bayless. Wait, tell me about X's and O's, please. Is Actually, that something? What does he about? Jim's and Joe's. <laughs> what <laughs> what is that's it? what it's about. I
1: don't really watch Stephen A. I don't really X's know X's
0: and O's. No, it's. it's Anyways, Jim's and Joe's. Brian, J's. what the hell are you talking? It's about? not about X's and O's. It's about the Jim's and Joe's. Okay.
1: I think I know what that means. I think, I, I think I'm about saying people, about people's about names. Not
0: about big data. Yeah. Right. Uh, but in this case,
1: with with LeBron James, I'm inclined to agree. It's the one exception I'll make. It's the one dumbed-down Charles Barkley, Stephen A., Skip Bayless thing that, I'm, that I kind of just agree with. He's a transformational player, the likes totally, of which totally. the world has never seen... You just are not going to beat them in a play. You're, you're, you're precious whiz, Mike. Don't do this to me, Brian. You're precious whiz. We have hope. We've won one game. It's nice. It. It's good. There's lots of hope going
0: forwards, but you're not going to beat I'm just, them in the series. I'm just going to say Cavs are weakened slightly. Yeah. And there's there's some hope. There's some hope. I'm not saying anyone's going to do it. I'm just saying there's some hope. The East is all wide open. Okay. second big storyline, which is an undercover storyline, is that the Clippers... Are three losses away from getting blown up themselves. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Jazz in a game where the Jazz lost their best defensive player 11 seconds into the game. Mm-hmm. They lost on their home floor. Did you know, Brian? And this is sort of dovetails into my third point here. Did you know that Chris Paul and Blake Griffin have player options? Coming mm. up. Did you know that they could be free agents? Oh. Did you know that this free agent class? plus guys who could be available, and this is really what the whole point of this is going to be, is that Melo seems like he's available. I mm-hmm. think we can kind of say that. Jimmy Butler could be available. Paul George could be available by the way he's treating his team right now. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul and Blake Griffin could all be available. They could all be out there to be had, mm-hmm. to be taken away, whether via trade or free agency. So for me...
1: The Clippers are the team that every year people are high on, and I say, no, they've lost too much to be good. And then they start losing the playoffs, and everyone's like, gosh, they're so good. This could have been their year. Cavs, alternatively, this is, I'm just trying to prop myself up a little bit. I want to, you know, be heralded as a prognosticator, you know, yeah, that yeah. i the prognosticator that I am,
0: dare I say. Or that you want to be, yeah.
1: And... Uh, Yeah, so this is the same thing. The Cavs, they're like, you know, midseason, like, "Uh uh-uh, the Cavs are doing this. And it's like, no, they're going to get to the finals. They always do. Not always, but LeBron James teams always do. And, you know, Chris Paul-led Clippers teams don't. They don't. I'm in a weird
0: place with with Chris Paul because I don't know if he is uh, overrated. I feel like for so long that, like, he was just slotted in as, like, Mr. Traditional Point Guard that everyone would want on the team, and he's an orchestrator, and sort of um, his demeanor is very Kobe-esque in terms of, like, he's very rigid, and he's very tough on his teammates, but yet you would think that, like, he he runs an orderly ship. But yet the fact that he, again, has with him Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Redick, who's also a pretty good player, and if they lose in the first round of the of the NBA playoffs... Where do then you put Chris Paul? Then I think Chris Paul has to get knocked down two or three pegs. Is he just basically Mike Connolly with like good PR? Speaking of Kobe, did you see that thing in the Players' Tribune that was by I read, Kobe? I tried
1: to read that. What, was that correct? First of all, the Players' Tribune is as fake as the day is long. Come, come on. Uh, well, so cause, yeah, I mean, we my favorite know that people write it. My favorite part of that whole thing, though, which is, is the line, which is what led me to study... How great white sharks? Yes. Hunt. Yeah, I, read, I was like, like, "What is wrong okay. with you?" I want to know how much study, what, what, how, what, like, how much study have you done into that behavior? I want to know. And also, I don't know where
0: does that. Go? I know, like, Kobe was born within the 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 shattered remains of the Jordan myth. Yeah, right. That we had to find the next Jordan, and Kobe is sort of like assume the shell of that yeah. and then try to reincarnate himself within that
1: it's it's not just the great white shark that he's studying it's specifically the hunting of the seals it's this one it's this one thing that he's he's giving rigorous
0: and you know what, kobe you were a good player but like you weren't that good where you became a great whoa, white shark
1: oh daddy he's not great okay. white shark good is he now
0: now who's skip bayless now, <laughs> now who's steven he's not he's that no. he's not great white shark good um, uh, take a sec. We're going over time. Let's, let's do one thing. Oh, please. Last Jedi, give me just real quick. I don't care. It's just... Oh, God. It's sad. Rogue 2. Wake me up for Rogue 2. Thank you. I feel the exact same way. I don't need a Star Wars movie. I'm afraid that what Last Jedi will be is 45 minutes on that freaking island in the middle of the water may, like, with, with Mark well. Hamill glowering at us the whole time. Just put me back on Dagobah while you're at it. Dude, I want lightsabers. I want some... Starship battles. I want stuff blowing up. He's, he's just gonna... Rogue one was good because the last forty minutes was all that. Yeah. The whole don't think it was good. It was complicated in a way that these new movies are not. Don't put me on this do not stick me on that island. I'm not paying seventeen dollars a movie ticket or whatever I'm paying. To be I want to learn something new about Irish if gonna, island. If
1: I'm gonna be on the Irish Isles, if I'm gonna be the, the man of Iran, the Aaron Islands. You know that that documentary? No. Um, if I'm going to be the man of Iran, uh, I want to learn something new about the force. Give me a new force thing.
0: I I would love that. Yeah.
1: Or we give me some lightsaber a battles. A little new force would be good. It's, is the force, does it got to just be your fl- levitating stuff? Let's do some time travel all around. Let's do some whatever
0: the force is doing. Yeah, let's move it around. All right. All right. Uh, Get, hire us, please. Disney, hire us. Can I just say, episode yeah. one, much maligned. Darth Ball though lightsaber <laughs> battle with Qui Gon Jinn and Ben much, Kenobi much maligned. <laughs> much more dude. Darth they, Ball, I tried
1: to watch that movie like maybe a know. month ago, and yeah. when they start getting to the Trade Federation, it's like whoa. There's a there's a solid 50 minute chunk in the middle of that movie that's unwatchable.
0: And I'm afraid Last Jedi will be a 50 minute chunk yeah. of us on an island with a British I'll take, actress. I'll
1: take the island over the Trade Federation and, the and a guy who voiced the Joker in a cartoon. All right, take us out here, Mike.
0: All right, uh, netsdaily.com almighty baller network dash radio itunes rate us search for us find us at bk guys on twitter Netspod at gmail email
1: if you need a pod catcher i use stitcher people are asking us about where to download the stuff that's a good place to do it um and hey thanks again email sphere for doing what you do and mike thank you for being yourself and sam thank you and georgie thanks to you too for being a dog good night everybody